What's up, everybody? Sean here with another live Live to Roll. Uh, another awesome Tuesday for you guys. Sorry about the delay. Having a few technical difficulties again, uh, but we are rolling. So uh, let's get into our intros. I am Sean. I'm a C5, C6 quadriplegic from a snowboarding accident. Tomorrow will be 20 years, actually. Tomorrow's my, my uh, <laughs> life anniversary day. So <laughs> coming up, 20 years tomorrow. Um, Tom, you want to take it away? Sure. Uh, what's up, everybody? Tom Conaway, C6B quadriplegic for the last 26 glorious years. Uh, coming at you from Southern California. Um, talking about milestones today, baby. Bobby, take it away. Absolutely. Thanks, Tom. Hey, yeah, milestones, big one. So congratulations, Sean. Tomorrow just seemed like yesterday. I'm Bobby Rohan. C5, C6, coming from you at uh, Orange County, California. Loving it down here. And uh, we have a guest. He's not like really a guest guest because he's uh, one of my co-hosts on. I don't um, recognize this guy. Get him <laughs> out of here. Yeah, I know. But I was shocked when we had to invite him on to this show, too. So. But my good friend, Robert Soto. What's up, Robert? Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me all on of, today. All of our good friends, we um, <laughs> yeah. are very fond of Robert Soto and uh, have lots and lots of love for him. Appreciate you, you uh, joining you our much. main show too. Because you do such a great job with those ad reads on uh, rolling over the hill and stuff, man. I got to tell you, <laughs> dude, like you're good. You got that voice. Like I know. Uh, just... I, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should get a career going. But anyway, uh, hey, my name is Robert Soto. Never too late. T12 spinal cord injury. Uh, coming up on 50 years in the yep. chair, 70 years of age coming up. So that's my milestone now. You're yeah. There's no way you're 70 years old. Dude, 1954. I got my actual dates are uh, March 10th, 1974 is my injury date. Two weeks later was my 20th birthday, and it was March 29th, 1954. What what's the years, secret brother. to aging so gracefully? Uh, becoming a paraplegic? Gosh darn it! Yeah, yeah I like, played hard. I played uh, hard there for a while, and that's why I can't do it now. You know. Wow. Well, you look really amazing. Um, you had me fooled. Thank you. Uh, I would not have guessed seventy. Um, no, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like uh, to say fifty, even, and that sounds good to me. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> wild. Um, like that young Johnny boy, fifty. <laughs> but yeah, we all have some major milestones and things, come, you know, like Bobby just hit his 20 year anniversary with, you know, uh, with Mary to Ellen. And that's incredible. Tom, I mean, dude, you just turned 30 not too long ago. You got your master's a little bit. Before 30, that. 31, my dude. Now 31, you're 31. I'm saying you're, you're into your 30s now, bro. But I'm just saying, like, that was <laughs> a big one for, for Way me. Into we've all we've all been hitting those <laughs> things. So it's just a. Uh, Something I thought would be fun and cool to talk about for us, especially with my life date coming up and Robert's next month coming up, or a little over a month, I guess. Um, but still, yeah, coming up soon, that's such a big Yeah, one. I got my next month, too, 35. And so, yeah, Bobby's wow. got his, and it's just, uh thought it would be cool just to talk about and share some of the stuff you guys, um, you know, some of our other milestones and things in life, because... It's important to look back, I feel like, and kind of be able to celebrate yourself, celebrate things that you've done, um, you know, 
and maybe some things weren't the best, but it's good to acknowledge that and learn, grow from any mistakes or things you may have also done. <laughs> or, yeah, you know, it is, it is if you look back, you know, and if, you know, we all have that story, but it, it, you know, the frustrations and just getting pissed off and stuff like that. But, you know, we're survivors for all four of us are here, you know, no matter how many years, because it's not easy and no one understands it or knows it other than us. It, it is, it, it, you know, I look back now, I wouldn't do it over again because it's a hassle, man. It, I got through it and I'm happy still, you know, with a smile on my face, but it, it is, it was, it was hard for me. It was, you know, especially trying, trying to have a career and an SCI and me trying to uh, stay in the hunt there. Um, Cause I, you know, you need to show them that you're um, you can do the job. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd you know, uh, go back in time and change a couple of things around too. If I had the old uh, magical time machine, um, I think it, be interested to know what it'd be like to be running around for the last 26 years um but there is no time machine and there is no going back uh, i am very grateful and thankful for all of the life experiences i've had and will continue to have uh because this shit is not easy it's pretty hard um, it can be a bad beat uh, a lot of the time um but it's better than being dead um there's a lot of worse situations to um you know think about uh you know that some people are in and any of us could end in or could be in at any time you know so um having that perspective and being grateful um i think for all the experiences even the not so hot ones um it's important it's important but uh, it's definitely important to focus and celebrate on the meaningful points in your life where you, know, you can look back and reflect and, you know, be proud and, um, you know, think about new heights, too, that you maybe want to reach as well. Um, you know, I could not have imagined talking to, like, oh, like, let's just go back 20 years, like 11-year-old Tom and being like, bro, you're going to, like, figure out this moving out shit. You're going to, you know, learn how to transfer, dude, uh, because you've already been paralyzed for you know, the better part of a decade and you still have never done an independent transfer, bro. Um, you know, I probably wouldn't, I would have like looked at future Tom and be like, dude, I don't know, man, that seems kind of crazy. Um, you know, like I couldn't imagine, you know, moving out to Southern California, different part, you know, the state away from my family, you know, away from friends, away from my people and doing what I did in terms of like, you know, living independently and still being alive 10 years later and relatively healthy um you know um there's certainly some uh positive things to think back and reflect on um you know i think the first time i did an independent transfer that was really really big one for me it's probably like one of the most meaningful milestones in my life um just because it like showed me what could be done or what i could do um something i thought was like impossible at one point in time um and you know to think that i've been transferring independently every day for the last you know 15 years and uh, the freedom and the independence it opened up for me um you know after not having done it for you know the first 14 years of my injury too you know um i thought i think that's i was thinking about it yesterday after you did the topic and that was like a really really big one for me um what about you guys 
Um, I'll go, I guess. We'll go in order of age. You, you, <laughs> so we got our right. youngster, Tom. And the, uh, but um, that, that's what I feel like uh, for sure. I've had uh, some pretty major milestones too. Like Same like you said, Tom, like you were a kid looking at stuff like, you know, how would you ever do these things? I was 21 and like 22, even those first couple of years, few years, I didn't have a very good outlook on like what my future really could be, what I could accomplish, what I could do, like living on my own. Um, even those first couple of years, like the thought of driving was like, the hell, like, like it just seemed like I was far from that. Um, and even though I had seen like pictures of Bobby doing it, I've kind of seen, I knew he did stuff like that, but um, I kind of pushed away from the community and Bobby the first couple of years, I think. And didn't really want to hear any of that stuff. Um, so I do feel like one of my major ones was also when I did uh, like kind of accept it. That was like a major milestone in my life, like accepting my life as is. And that was when, you know, moving forward became a lot easier. And, uh, and then even now, like, I feel like I'm still just accepting things like in my own personal, like, like issues and things I've had in my life. And uh, can I speak out a story that you told me once, Sean? Sure. Uh, you told me this story on how you're like early in your injury and you were like laying in bed or something. And the, I think it was like the sliding door was closed or something like that. You told me you were like super uncomfortable or you were super thirsty or like something was just out of reach or something. And oh gosh, I wish I remember the details of the story better, but you told me like, like, yeah, you like figured out how to close the door. You figured out how to get your water or something. And you, that was like one of your first moments that you were like, fuck, I, I can do this shit. Like I, I think, like I figured that, like I accomplished that thing. And like you said, it was like a big thing that helped kind of, the snowball effect of discovering your independence and learning some things. Like, can you remind me of, about that story? Um, yeah, I think if I recall right, that was, um, I think I couldn't reach something and I, I think it was the water and I basically made my own little reacher or something. And I was able that, to like be yeah, able yeah, to yeah. pull something. Like I just like kind of adapted something <laughs> and was able to get something for myself that I kind of thought was out of my reach or out. Like I wasn't going to be able to get until somebody came to help me. Yeah. Um, and then I think that that really was like, once I was figured that out, I was like, Oh, I can figure all kinds of stuff out like this. Then like, it was just like, I could adapt different stuff and do different things like that'll work. And so, yeah, that was kind of like, it was just that snowball sort of effect to where I was just like, even if I, but previously would have had major doubts, I could do something. I took it as a challenge. Like, all right, now I'm going to figure this out, I guess. Like it might take me six hours. Yeah do the stupid ass thing but i'm gonna sit here and do it till i do it. <laughs> i even um, remember like when that like flip switched in my brain too where it was like okay like everyone was like trying to tell me how to do everything or like just helping me do everything but once i kind of realized like if i thought about it or like got a little creative or was like enabled and like set up in the correct way like i could do a lot of these things myself like i remember the first time i like held my wrist up my dad was like 
I'll crack a pistachio for you and like put it in your hand if you can like hold your wrist up. And I worked so, so, so hard to be able to like support and hold my wrist up because it would just flop. It would just like flop forever. And uh, I don't know, little things like that, you know, like realizing my strength, realizing like the potential, like, uh, like realizing like things aren't maybe necessarily stuck the way I thought they were. It's like, oh, if I could, if I could exercise, if I could repeat this task enough, if I could do this enough you know i can like learn and figure out and overcome these things you know like i once thought was impossible and um it was like really big transcendental moments in life bobby did you have anything like that i wish i i wish i could look back and say that i did um but the milestones that i do see is just the progress each like five years going Okay, guys, I think we are back. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. My internet is uh, having some issues today. Sorry about that, you guys. My internet crashed. Are we back, mm -hmm. baby? But we are back, and we are back online. Um, so. Hey, homie, I'm going to call Spectrum and complain. I know. They're interrupting the literal broadcast. And, uh, <laughs> but they were the Especially because be I paid extra for the faster internet. <laughs> there will be consequences. Um, How much do you Bobby, pay for I internet, you Sean? Um, I'll have to check. Uh, it's like it's like forty bucks. Okay, okay. As long as you're not paying too oh. much. We're live, right? Well, we're live, you guys. So what's yeah, that? Back on here. Yep, yep. Um, sorry about that again. We're back live. We got a um, lot of people watching. Uh, milestones, that's because that's what we were talking about. But I, I don't have a moment when it, it all just clicked. I, I just think over time it was just clicking little by little. But what I love about anniversaries, and I cherish every single one of them, is that it's a time to look back at where I have started and where I am today, You know, kind of like a birthday. And or kind of like looking back on New Year's Eve you know, and you go, well, last year was this and that. And you want to change some things and some you do and some you don't. And that's how I kind of look on my, you know, on my anniversaries uh, and more so I take it in like every five year chunks. And, you know, where was I five years ago and where I am today? And there's not too many times that I can look back that it was that bad. I would say this, even coming up on 35 in March, if I look back when I hit 30, you know, really it was a lot of ups and downs with some health issues. Man, I am spotty out. With, but you guys can hear me clear, right? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of um, a lot of health issues, but then a lot of fun kind of things that I did with my hand cycle, pushing during COVID, some uh, success with work stuff and just personal stuff that, you know, that put a good stamp on my last five years. And I hope from 35 to 40, I don't make plans, but you know, I just take it every five years to say, okay, five years was health. Okay. What can I, what can I change about that? 
and I'll look at it and see what I can make for changes. More vitamin C, more, uh, you know, a couple more zinc. So maybe I might not get sick as easily. Um, you know, what, you know, what do you want to achieve in the time. next five years? There's nothing like, I mean, health and happiness can be a, a, a goal too, you know, but Good question. I, I I haven't made plans yet. I haven't made plans. Taking it one day at a time. When I get to the time of I hit forty years in a chair, or or close to it, then I'll I'll look back and see, you know, what mistakes I have made and what mistakes I have learned and what things I have conquered. And that's how I've kind of always kind of always set myself up for. And you know, especially the you know, when I hit the 20 years in a chair, which was way past my, at that level of you say, um, 50, 50, 50, yeah. Yep. yeah, 50 years in a chair, 50 years of your life. And, you know, I, you know, everything seems like just extra credit for me. And, but at my 20 year anniversary of being paralyzed, it was coming up and I was working out in the gym a lot. And before I got my job at Rancho, you know, I was just like, you know what? I want to do a, like this, this triathlon in the gym. And everyone looked at me kind of strange. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I said, well, if I get on this machine called the VitaGlide and I'm going back and forth and I do a mile swimming in a triathlon, then if I get on the stationary bike and it counted your miles and I went 26 point or yeah, 26.2 miles, that would be like doing the cycling and a triathlon. And then I get on the next step, which uh, was a stepper machine where you move your arms and your, and then you put your feet on these platforms and then you go in the six, uh, it counted how many miles you were going in steps. And I would have to go six miles. So I'm going to do this in the gym. And I trained and then I made a decision to raise money. And I raised close to $10,000 on my 20th anniversary and went in on the gym. It was a Saturday and it took me four and a half hours to do this indoor triathlon. And, you know, that was my you know, stamp on my 15 to 20 years of saying, I would, you did it. You're still moving on. I would say that's a very admirable milestone. I mean, to think that you could, uh, you know, achieve like to do a marathon. I know you were an athlete in that capacity before your injury um, to be mm -hmm. 20 years after the fact, able to still do it. If not the same way you did, I'd say maybe in even, even more impressive fashion, considering, you know, what you've got to overcome to do it. Um, that's that's something, dude. That, that's very cool. Um, yeah. You know, it's something. And then I didn't even need, you know, and then when I hit, when I hit uh, my 50th birthday, you know, I went out and I, pushed a half marathon for myself.
I'm like, at 50, I'm going to push 13.1 miles. And, you know, took a lot of training and I did it. And so I, I look at those kind of things, but that's for myself. And that's, that's how it makes me feel, I guess, warm and fuzzy that I accomplished those things. Because like you said, Tom, I was an athlete before. So it makes me feel, I guess, whole again or normal or back to that's where my brain just and my heart just functions. It, it functions in endurance, you know, uh, endurance competition. And, and my competition has never been about anybody else. It's always been about myself. Well, and I think that's you, why um, you motivate and inspire a lot of people, um, which is, um, you know, very non-selfish part of it. I think, uh, I know like it probably feeds your soul and does a lot for you, but I think it, is definitely a very inspiring thing for a lot of other people too to you know see that and get that spark to you know realize the potential within themselves um because uh you know it's the magical thing about stuff like that uh mr yeah. soto 50 yes, years sir. in the chair 70 years around the sun almost okay <laughs> so um what what are some milestones in your life what are some achievements in your life um i mean you are a very impressive inspiring individual um we got to work on your vegetable intake but that's okay you're obviously looking good <laughs> never, so, yeah, never i can't talk never i can't talk but um no but what vegetables. are some milestones in your life some things you're proud of um well i i'm if I look back at it, you know, the, what I remember, because it's, there's a lot of stuff I have forgotten in that seriously, you know, just, um, I, I, uh, I feel good. I, I'm, I'm, my milestone is me being here today and surviving that 50. I, you know, I, when, when I got hurt 19, 20 years old, I had no clue what, it, I didn't think, look at the future about, oh, now I'm going to be this age, this age, this age in my chair. I, I was along with Bobby, it's a determination for yourself. That self-accomplishment, self-determination uh, is what it's all about for me. And I think that's what I was about prior, even though I was a young man, I was still living at home. Um, I had aspirations. Uh, I, I, you know, I raced motorcycles. I was going to school, worked, and I partied. That was my, that was my life, you know. And um, so uh, I set my, my first thing once I got hurt, and I, I know I... I have, I don't have many pictures. I know Sean was asking me for some pictures. Uh, I have yeah. uh, some pictures of me racing the day I got hurt and an actual picture of me just a few minutes after my spinal cord injury. So that's, that. you know, I, I found that one time on the internet and could not believe I found it. Oh, that's a, that's a little Dang, bit later one. Look at that handsome young man. <laughs> but, um, can you say there's some, uh, there's this there's a chair that old stainless stainless look at, look at those stainless sports those, those no but no and here's what's funny bottom. yeah now look at see those boots those were attached to braces so whatever i put braces on those boots were on and you know you had to find pants that were wide leg to where they pull over the brace because the foot didn't move or you had to have fine wow. pants with the things so you could put the the pants on first, put the braces under, and then try to roll the pants down. 
So, but what's funny too on that chair, if you look at the foot plates, there's those anti rollers that they used oh, to yeah. have. I see those. Oh yeah, in case you <laughs> went forward. Yeah, right. And so that that was that stainless chair. So it comes it comes with a hand. I mean the arm rest. So you pull those out because they had little uh, slide loops on the side. And then the back, you know, you cut the handles off. And that was the big thing there, just to, to get it all lightweight and all that. But um, that was a chair right before I got the quadra chair. But that was like in this in '75 or something like that. '76, who knows? But anyway, the the determination for me was you know, my first milestone. I believe for me was setting that pace for uh, me to get up on my crutches and braces. You know, I always, my story has changed since then, but you know, walking, getting on those braces was important to me. But look at this, look at the pants. Yeah. Is that a cracker? No, it looked like a dress to me. That's, that's uh, a <laughs> bell bonnets, man, dungarees. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. That's for sure, I, dude. I'm going with Tom on that. It's a vibe. I, I'm, I'm digging <laughs> it, honestly. Uh, look at that glorious <laughs> hair, too. My God. I know those locks, what a time. What a time. <laughs> but, uh, so, funny. so that, that was my milestone. I was able to get on the crutches. I mean, I worked hard at it, too. It had to be one of the hardest things in my life, looking back, to, to actually get at it. But, you know, being younger, you know, the determination, the resilience uh, to go for it, you know, was was hard. But I did it. And that was a big accomplishment for me. Looking back now, my my values of that has changed because... Um, you know, still battling the bladder and bowel, no matter what, man, that was always there. So my, uh, but looking back, I try not to look back too much, you know, I mean, right now it's just reminiscing and things like that. When I do look back, um, I don't like to look where my mistakes were because I probably made a lot of them and just, you know, my thing is my surviving the things that I chose to do. I survived whether right or wrong. Well, and that, that's, we are. We are defined by the mistakes we make in life because those are the moments that teach us the most and, you know, also like define us, I think, in a lot of ways, uh, how we respond to those mistakes and well, overcome exactly. them because yeah, it's response. impossible to go through life without fucking up sometimes. Um, that's for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. You know, not letting yourself be defeated by those mistakes. Um, learning to overcome them in a positive fashion and um, you know that's even freaking feels impossible sometimes um, but it's funny um, you know uh, looking back um, I think it's important to reflect on those too and not forget about those things um, for sure but here's a big one for me um, it was, uh, I think it's a milestone for a lot of young adults, uh, moving out, um, moving out wasn't something that I thought I could ever do, um, until I did it. And sometimes I still trip out at doing it 10 years later, uh, because it's hard. Um, it's been really hard. It's taught me a lot. I'm still learning and overcoming some things that come along with it. Uh, new things, new obstacles. Uh, um, it's oh, no. something that was really huge and important for me, though. Uh, it took years of work um, to get to the point where I could even think about doing it. It took a year of work um, actually doing it. I mean, like a full year, like every day doing something, whether it was like not just that was like after learning, you know, the 
transfers and the self-catheterizing and cooking and feeding myself and getting everything and stuff like that. But I don't know, figuring out how I was going to afford it, figuring out and finding an accessible apartment, transitioning my medical from Northern California to Southern California, changing all my doctors and everything, finding and organizing care for the first time ever in my life after doing like having my family there all the time. Um, I remember some months, like this was back when phone plans had like limited minutes. Like we would run out of minutes on our family plan because my mom and I would be on the phone so much every day with insurance companies and the rigmarole and like trying to figure out, organize all this stuff. And it wasn't just like my time too. It was like a lot of my parents' time. Um, and I did it. Um, I did it. <laughs> I have like changed and grown a lot in that time. Um, and I'm still successfully doing it. Um, but it was one of those moments and one of those things that like really defined who I am. It helped like hammer me into like the person that I've become, uh, you know, at this moment in time. And um, it's something that I'm still like working really hard at to ensure that I can continue to do this for ever or for as long as I can, hopefully. Um, and um, there's been a lot of change and growth and a lot of milestones in that journey since I've been on my own to continue to be able to. Um, but that was that was probably one of the biggest ones in my life. I mean, outside of and like going to school in the midst of all that, you know, like everything else that comes along with life and all the medical, you know, stuff that I've had to figure out and overcome and you know, bladder issues, and bowel care, everything. Oh man, it's a trip. It's a trip to think think back on, but that was a huge one. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, that's big. I can imagine. How old were you? I was twenty. I moved out. Uh, I moved out a month before I turned two months before I turned twenty-one. Um, okay. But my mom, she lived with me for that first month kind of helping me figure out my transition and care and stuff. Um, so I don't really feel like that first month counted too much, but um, okay. yeah, once she, once she left, man, that was, that was it. And that was a trip. Uh, and it's been a trip. It's really cool to have been able to do it though and like overcome it and um, be successful at it for as long as I have been, because there have been some moments in, in this last 10 years where I like I was struggling really hard and I was like wondering one like what the heck I was doing trying to figure out this shit in the first place and two like whether I was going to be able to maintain it um you know and Tom what was that first night like when you're after your mom that first month and your mom was like all right I'm out first night on your own um <laughs> uh, I, I just I it was crazy I remember being it was in the room it was in this apartment. I remember my parents, they kind of like tossed me in. Like my mom and dad like both came down with me at first. But before my mom stayed or whatever, that first night in the apartment, um, my parents went, they had a hotel. And they're like, you want to stay here? And I was like, um, yeah, 
sure, I guess. And so like they were here in the city, but like I was here alone in this apartment for the first time and it was barren. There, there was no furniture, there was no TV, there was no nothing. I just had my bed set up and I, oh man, I like remember laying there for a couple hours just thinking, thinking about it, thinking about what I was trying to do, thinking about, and I was, I was feeling really scared, but I was also feeling really excited. Um, I had a lot of plans. I had a lot of plans, like the reasons for wanting to move out. Like I wanted to like date, like have a place, like bring a lady back to, like I wanted to like have friends over, like have a party and stuff and like get up to like no good. Like I had all these plans and all these like aspirations and like things I had just kind of dreamed about, you know, like in my adolescence, but never really had the opportunity to achieve. And, um, it was exciting. It was a mix of major excitement and like also a lot of like a lot of fear and anxiety too. Um, you know, like I, um, I was real worried about navigating my bladder and my dog care, managing my personal care, um, figuring out all of that. And it did take a ton of time and a ton of work um, to figure out, but I've been able to do it and balance it pretty successfully. I'd say it's an ever, it's a constant battle and like an ever changing journey to like, it's not something that has stopped either. Like even for a minute, it feels like, um, because it's a lot to navigate and overcome and there's new things constantly popping up all the time, new obstacles in life. But, um, Knowing what I have achieved and overcome makes them not really seem too difficult or too scary. Like, I don't really get too stressed or too much anxiety anymore. You know, like if I have to go through a caregiver transition or, you know, like I'm having issues with my bladder and stuff and like really not feeling bad and, or really not feeling good and feeling bad and not having like uh, people around 24 seven and stuff. Like I used to get pretty scared and a lot of anxiety. And part of that is having, um, on a certain security too, you know, like I do have, like my sister lives in the city. I can always call Emma up 24, seven, 365. And she'd come over and help me in a hot sec. Uh, you know, like I got other people in my life that uh, are nearby that I know I could fall back onto. Um, but I really do have a lot of pride in, um, you know, overcoming these things and figuring out, them the best I can on my own and with my current structure and you know just taking the bull by the horns and figuring and figuring it out um and, but everything that I've learned to all the struggles all the mistakes um all the failures I've had along the way have like taught me how to better navigate it more effectively in the future so like now I feel like a pro um you know, like compared to where I was at, you know, at the beginning of all this, like I, I just hadn't learned a lot of the things that I had and like I have in my back pocket now to be able to use um, and like know and like have confidence and like I can't navigate pretty much anything. Yeah, man. No, that's awesome that uh, um, you've been able to do that. And I feel like that is really a big, big, milestone step whatever in like after disability with you know like once you figure kind of those things out you 
are comfortable, confident in yourself that you can navigate your life and figure stuff out. Like, so, oh, we lost your audio, Tom. You're starting to get cracky at the end there, but <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man. But actually, because of the internet er earlier, I was having issues uploading a couple of these pictures. But I do have a couple other Bob pictures that you sent that you sent me, a Robert um, pictures. So I got one of you. Whoops, um, I got your before one, which is super cool on the bike. Dang it, they're all so big. Um, so that's badass Robert right there on his motorcycle before injury. Um, I think same day, right, Robert? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, this, this is a cool picture to have. I don't think most of us have pictures like this, but that's there it is. Up at the in, after your injury, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, spinal, cord, spinal cord injury. Yeah. Right, right there. there. Wow. So those are you know, really so, cool. what the story is with it. So is there, is there three motorcycles there? It looks like three bikes uh, there. Yeah. 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 But mine is the one, mine is up on the one at the top of the screen. And that's my bike. Okay. So what happened is, you know, I was in the race, I was leading the race. It just started and I was in front of everybody and the bike just, you know, slid out and just normal stuff. But I fell in front of like 15 riders. So like, I, uh, you know, I got hit by everybody. I think, you know, felt like it. But anyway, what's <laughs> funny about that is that I found it by accident. And uh, so when I first got that, I was, I was just in shock. I, went, I didn't feel bad or anything like that. I go, oh, my God, we got a picture of it. there. Anyway, so I got it, talked to the photographer, his son, because the guy originally, the uh, original photographer passed. But anyway, talked to his son, told him I wanted to get a copy of it. So anyway, he got it together, didn't charge me or anything like that. But um, my family saw it and were really kind of freaked out on it. You know, because no one really has seen that other than the guys I was with that day see me get hurt you know um but i felt and you I just, felt okay you with just it, but my, that, like on the I, okay so that. i had okay the i had the picture of me racing i had that picture before so one day i don't know i was on the internet just like oh, i'm gonna check <clears> it out and see what you know look for pictures that day or something like that so i went in there saw some other pictures and so i zeroed it into the day of the races and i saw that picture of me racing and i kept looking and saw that picture of me on the ground I go, oh, I got to have that, man. I know. Can you guys hear me? Because it looks like it's. Oh, never mind. Not all the way out. Okay. All right. We're back. Not a full drop off. <laughs> we're sorry for the internet issues, you guys. We're going to troubleshoot this throughout the week and figure it out for next week, hopefully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm having audio issues. We're having internet issues. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, my stupid microphone on my webcam will not work, um, and we're freezing again. Um, but in any event, we don't got to talk about that. Back to you, what you're saying, Mr. Soto. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, so my family is the one that responded more about that picture because they just felt really bad. But I, you know, I felt kind of good about it because I go, that's it right there. That's the picture. I don't have many pictures of me going through rehab or anything like that. But I have that picture and that picture tells the story right there. You know? Yeah. Um, no, those are great. Pictures, so honestly, it, so it, cool. yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of cool to find that, like I said, just by chance, by just digging deeper and deeper into the internet. And it was there, it was out there. So if I'm yeah, not mistaken, you just where, found what was that? You just found that those pictures like a few years ago, right? Uh, 
Uh, like I said, I had the motorcycle picture, me racing. I have had that since I got hurt. My, my buddies got that developed for me and gave it to me while I was in the hospital. Uh, that other picture, right, that but, second one on the on the ground, that's what I found a few years back. That one was was uh, by chance. And your family was still affected by seeing it. Like, well, they they you know they they kind of been rolling with the punches with me all along. But uh, yeah, when they saw that, it was kind of emotional because they were all, well, how do you feel about it? I go, I feel fine. I go, I go, I think it's great that I found it. Yeah, you know, I think so it's cool. They, I, were, I they didn't really love... know how. To, they didn't know how to take it, you know? Yeah, I would love to find pictures. Like, if somebody had pictures from that day I got hurt at snowboarding, like, that yeah. would be super cool if somebody had something. But I, I don't think there's anything like that. Um, but what I did actually just find, because we've been cleaning out my storage unit, cleaning out a bunch of stuff, I found my original x-rays. And so we actually took a couple pictures of those. Right. I was going to show. Um, <laughs> these are the, whoops, um, I accidentally opened it. <laughs> uh, these are the uh, pre pre-surgery um you can see my oh, fifth vertebrae man. where where it ended up being aligned uh -oh. to um so you can see yeah that's the one where they kind of show wow. where the uh where it's misaligned there and then i also got yeah uh, this one was pre-injury here too or pre-surgery um which again that one is hard to see but that the fifth one down at the bottom is like pushed out and cloudy and like not very solid um yeah, yeah, that's just uh, so. Those were, those are the pre ones, and then um, afterwards they fitted me with uh, some nice hardware there. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. Damn, you were skinny. Wow, that's some skinny now. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the amazing. one side, and then I got one more from the side angle. Um. So yeah, those are my. Uh, you can see my fillings in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those yeah are, really. that's my that was my uh, pre and post. Uh, so that was cool. We're kind of flipping through some of the X-rays oh, that, and checking those. That's out. pretty. That's pretty cool to have. I think that's pretty cool to have the X-rays like that. Man. Yeah. So those are cool. And one other picture I found that I thought was kind of cool. Actually, Leah found it here. Um, is me and Bobby at over the line? Like probably, I don't know when that <laughs> oh, was. Uh, that was. It's <laughs> cool. Yeah, so where was that? Was that uh, Northridge? That's back when they did it at the CSUN parking lot, um, at Over the Line. Yeah, and, no. and yeah, in the CSUN parking lot, and uh, yeah, that's I, I, it had to have been one of the early years, um, so I, I I don't know, I think probably maybe three years post or something, three to four years post. I was probably uh, in that picture, but yeah, so Bobby, that's a, <laughs> I thought that was a pretty cool Look at picture. Those jean shorts. Look at those jean shorts, baby. Yeah, look at your <laughs> And notice that I have two oh, trophies man, over there. Man. I got second place and sportsmanship because uh, I think people just thought I was really – I was new, so and I was happy. So I got the sportsmanship award for the day. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But, yeah. To think that, like, I, I would be living – to think that I'd be living spitting distance from that parking lot <laughs> – however many years after you guys like were chilling over here like that's kind of a trip the world is so small and weird yeah no it is no I, is your backyard oh i found a picture of you the other day too i should should have sent it to you sean and i will find it and send it to you so you can share it but 
Um, yeah, it's something like that. That's cool. Same thing. So keep going, guys. As oh, yeah, I, I find that. this picture real quick. I got those pictures finally uploaded. Uh, it took me with the internet crashing. It took a second. Uh, but uh, um, I just wanted to share those couple ones because we've been going through. I've been, um, me and Leah have been cleaning out like a lot of stuff and going through decluttering and going through some of my old stuff and finding the pictures and x-rays and some stuff like that. So it's been cool, kind of fun to yeah. look at. Um, oh, but Tom, sorry, I don't, I wish we had some early pictures of us. I, maybe if I find one, I'll find, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get that up here on one of these. <laughs> I got a I bunch. When we first... I was just looking at a picture. I was just looking at a picture of us from like seven years ago. At like one of my first triumph events of you and me um i look fucking goofy on a bike with a goofy ass helmet um and my belly pooching <laughs> out so i don't know if i want to put it on my um but it's still a good picture um yeah uh, i got a bunch of old family pictures i have some really great pictures of like me and my dad my brother and my cousins and stuff when i was just out of the hospital like early, early in my injury. That would be tiny, cool tiny little kid. Um, uh, I got pictures just 10 years ago, right before I moved out and I weighed 50 pounds more, just like a chubby virgin, not knowing what the fuck is going on in life. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, yeah, um, that's fun stuff to hang on to. I think the hospital pics are really great. Um, I don't know if we have too many hospital pictures. It was like a pretty traumatic time for my family. Yeah, so like, I don't know, like so much that like they were shooting too many pics in the hospital. Um, but there are a lot of pictures of just like being a little tyke um, with like a full on chest brace. It's like, cool to look at where I'm at now and seeing like, but Shawnee boy, we got to call Spectrum and figure this out. Um, I think I just saw a text from my grandma that said uh, that she called them and uh, they're, uh, it's our equipment that is outdated. So not the internet. Oh, okay. They're saying it's not them. It's us. So I guess we'll, well have to we got grandma. We got grandma Velma on the case then. It's going to be fixed post haste. Um, but uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll get that working. Um, Go ahead, Tom. Reflecting, reflecting in time. Um, if that's your vibe, it's cool. I think it's really important to be present. Um, not, I don't know. Sometimes I think, I don't know. Our milestones and our accomplishments can certainly inspire us. I think it's very easily to sometimes get lost in the hardships and the pitfalls and the not so great things that happen in our lives too. Um, and that can overwhelm us and deter our focus and bring us down. Um, being present, being present in mind, being uh, focused on today, what I can do today right now to make my feel, make myself feel good, to do something that I want to do, to work towards a goal in life, to work on over an obstacle that you are currently facing. Um, is a very uh, important thing to remember and maintain perspective on as well. Um, you know, I personally can get pretty bogged down sometimes. Um, I can get really 
frustrated, really caught up in um, shit, even just being disabled. 26 years later, sometimes like just the fact that I got to deal with the shit every day, day in and day out, especially on days that it's hard, it can really bring me down. It can piss me off. It can frustrate me. Um, even having overcome and done all the things that I've done to put myself in the position I am in life, I can still get brought down by it sometimes. Um, because it's shitty sometimes and it's really freaking hard all the time. Um, and helping keep that perspective, it, it can be really hard. It can be really hard. Um, even, like I said, even having done all that I can do, like I still get super tired and super frustrated. And I'm just wondering when it's going to get easier and if it's ever going to get easier. And why isn't it getting any easier? It just seems to all be getting harder and harder and harder. Um, I still work really hard to continue to stay happy and healthy to continue to overcome the obstacles in front of me. Um, and I do that because I can't give up. I don't want to give up. Uh, I, it makes me feel good. Even it makes me feel good to struggle, even as hard as that struggle is. Um, a lot of the time, um, my friends and my family, um, the people close to me help inspire me and help keep me going and keep me moving forward. Um, you know, I really want to work to make my parents proud uh, because they've worked so hard and sacrificed so much to put me in the position I am today. So I work super, super hard for myself to feel good and make myself feel good, but also um, to help make those in my life proud uh, that have like worked so hard to provide this opportunity for me as well. Um, and that's what keeps me on course a lot and gives me a lot of drive and a lot of focus to stay healthy and stay at it and stay hungry and, you know, keep pushing myself to new heights. Uh, I often think about what the next 30 years of my life are going to look like. I'm 31 right now. I'd really like to make it to 60. Um, I'd like to make it beyond. Um, 60 for me is going to look like 56 years as a quadriplegic. Uh, I don't even know what that's going to be like. I don't know how hard that's going to be. Um, it scares me a lot to think about um, the last couple of years in particular, um, you know, thinking about my body and my function and my pain and all that stuff and um, what that, how hard it is right now, what that might look like even 20 years from now. Um, and honestly, it scares the fucking shit out of me. Um, and it's really put me on this journey of going back to rehab and working on myself and working on my body and working on my mind as well so that I can maintain a health perspective and not get taken down by that anxiety and that fear um, that comes along with some of those thoughts and some of those feelings. Um, yeah. And I think we all have those like for sure in life. And uh, like, especially if we're looking at the future, I, I was going to say, you asked Bobby earlier kind of what he saw himself in five years. I feel like we should all kind of, that's a good way to start wrapping the show kind of like where we're kind of, 
goals for the next five years or where are we outlook is 30 years is a little bit you're looking way out there tom but what about for like the five-year mark like robert what it's do you not that far out man it's not no, that it's far not. out it'll come faster than you you know i know that's just like, i can't believe 20 years has passed since my injury like it's just it's crazy to think about um and for me like the next five years i've been i feel like i'm just trying to still do some of my own personal growth um you know just in my life mentally now getting married trying to build a life um like i feel like in the next five years my goals are just to be happy healthy my family and uh hopefully i've lived to roll be big enough to <laughs> to be uh rolling pretty good and be uh something that's a staple in the community so <laughs> you know we talk about you know what is the next 30 years or what is the next five years i mean to be honest with you tomorrow scares me it scares the living fuck out of me yeah and that. you know my motto is hey take one day at a time you know if i if i try to look more into the future it is an anxiety, you know, portion to our life. All we, all we have to do is live for today. And, you know, tomorrow will come. And when that morning comes and you open your eyes, you make the best of it, you know, for what you can. Um, you know, yeah, we plan for financial, we plan for stability, we plan for our health, our meal prep, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, but really each and every day we just try to live and, and you know conquer just the day and when at the end of the day when you're crawling down to shut your eyes you know look at back at your day and say okay we made it through this let's get through tomorrow whatever it may come mm -hmm. that's good man it is i mean yeah <laughs> taking it one day at a time is good but i do want to I'm, I'm just hopeful for a future <laughs> and being happy. And if you do that, guess what? Each day will keep building on, you know, it's kind of like, you know, one of the, the, the marvels of the universe that I would always love to go see is our seven wonders of this world would be to see the China wall. Oh, you know how long that took? to the great wall, you know, how long that took didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen. And in, in somebody's lifetime, it happened in many several life people's lifetime, but it still got built. And, you know, I think of that as, you know, my journey, like the wall, you know, we leave a mark on this world that hopefully we can continue to expand on that, on that wall. That's perfect, man. Well said, Robbie. <laughs> Robert, do you have any uh, any looks for your uh, or thoughts about? I know you you got your real big milestone coming up here soon. Um, yeah. How are you feeling about turning seventy? Are you excited for your future? Um, you know, I never really been much about anything about my birthdays and stuff. It's just kind of, you know, I mean, I celebrated them here and there, but. Um, it's, it, it, it's 70 just kind of matters a little more, it's more differently or more, uh, it's more of a different feeling this, this time, because I think because of the 50 years in a chair that I, that I never even thought about that, you know, and then now that I'm getting older, I feel 
pretty good about it because it's like an accomplishment for me. I survived all this crap, you know, and still here to, to tell about it. You figure uh, when I retired, you know, you start setting up financial planning and all that kind of stuff. And they always ask you how long you're going to be in retirement. So I pushed it to about 88 years old. So that's only, I mean, that's only, it's still, it's like 15, 16 years from now, I'll be 86. So, I mean, that's, I may get a little more, uh, more uh, skittish when I get closer to that. But five years from now, if I look at myself, I just want to get myself a little healthy, pay a little bit more attention to my health. And I know Bobby doesn't like to hear this. I like doing nothing. You know, I, I like to do what I want to do. And if it's nothing for the day, I do nothing for the day. And um, so I'm good with that. And that's what makes me happy. That's what, uh, there's nothing better for me. Like if I'm just doing nothing today, I want to kick back and take a nap. And when you're in that, I've worked so hard more than 40 years of my life, 44, whatever it was. And I worked hard. And I know we all work hard, but I, you know, the stress and pressure, when I retired, that went away. And I, I feel good. And it's nice to do what I want to do and, and enjoy my life. Just do it a little bit healthier now. Oh, that's great. All right. Um, yeah. I, um, to... Go ahead, Tom. If you want for to the do next, it. I was going to say for the next five years, like I'm excited to contribute as much of myself as I can to our community, not just like the SCI community, but like the disabled community um, to work more towards equity and inclusion, accessibility, um, for everybody, you know, um, I'm really excited about that and I'm excited to like dedicate lots of my energy and my time because it just gives me like so much fulfillment and so much happiness to work towards that and to do that. And then money, women and we baby, that's it. Oh. That's pretty much all I, all that's else I care about. That's a decent five years. That's a, that's a five-year goal, baby. Let's fucking go. Uh, all right, man. Uh, all right, well, uh, who wants to do the sponsors for the show, you guys? Uh, we are getting... Oh, we got to let Robert. Uh, Robert. Go. I Robert. think we should let Robert do it. Ro Robert's got... I hyped you up, so it's better we be good. We usually don't have a guest do it, but you're you're a live to roll host, so you're, actually, you're not... Okay. <laughs> all right, so let's see if we can get through this. I uh, want to thank our sponsors, mobility professionals and urology professionals. Um, like I always say, they're a good uh, group of people, experts that are part of the community. They show up to all these events and participate and, um, and are, are a great group of uh, people that are friends. Uh, mobility professionals is, uh, provides wheelchairs and rehab equipment. They're here in Southern California. And urology professionals is a national company with Urological, uh, urological supplies that uh, provide all over the nation. So, nope. so give them a call, check and see if they work with your insurance company. Uh, they understand what we need. And I know I deal with other companies and uh, it's, it's nothing that's that, uh, close to what urology professionals can do and mobility professionals. Check them out. They're a great group and our friends. Yep, they're a great company. They're working on some stuff for me right now, mobility professionals. Getting a new shower chair, some tires. <laughs> so shout out. Thank you, guys. We appreciate our sponsors. And then for the rest of the week, we got Mr. T. Fizzle. Tom doing gaming every Wednesday. Uh, last week I missed because I was doing the Ballard Rehab Group. Sorry, Tom. 
uh, I do the support group. Tomorrow locally. you're going to miss because it's your anniversary yep, and I'm you're going to be up in the mountains. Big bear tomorrow. And that's okay, Sean, because well, I love you. I'll, and I I'm going to try you. to hop on when so I get back and at least give you the it. like and everything, bro. I got to I'll do that. That's but, uh, all I, that's and I am going to Big Bear tomorrow celebrating my 20th anniversary out there. But catch T-Fizzle Gaming every Wednesday. Uh, he'll be on at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check it out, you guys. And then we actually have something. Whoops. Dang, I can't not. Something real special for you guys this week. We have our new show debuting. Rolling with the Golden Oldies this Thursday. So we got the ladies coming on. Uh, Going to be sharing some stuff. They're actually uh, this week's they're this month's topic for them. Is, since we have Valentine's Day coming up is love, marriage and sometimes divorce. So that is actually, um, they're going to be talking about real life because they've all basically, you know, experienced a lot through life, experienced a lot through disability. They have a ton of knowledge and things to share. So check them out this Thursday, 3 p.m. Uh, they will be on. And the first Thursday of the month, every month from now on, they're going to be on. Um, and then we'll, of course, be back every Tuesday, 3.30 p.m. We'll be on with you guys talking some good stuff. Uh Next week, uh, we actually are going to be talking about public transportation. So Tom is, I think, an expert on that as well. You guys get the uh, oh, to repair. So we got a guest coming on that has even gone down out of the country and gone to, to TJ using public transportation. So we're going to hear all kinds of stuff. Goes to LA all the time, our friend Ken. Um, and then uh, that'll be a great show. And then next Thursday, we have Rolling Over the Hill again with these guys. Bobby, Tom, Louis, Bobby, Tom, Bobby, Robert, Luis. Tom's not quite rolling over the hill yet. You got some years still. Uh, not quite yet. <laughs> you got give, me, give me a couple of years. Um, well, um, they will be on. I, I do want to say thank you to everybody for um, our diehards hanging through our little technical blunders today as the stream freezes again on us for the millionth time. Um, I'm going to get this microphone situation fixed on my end and I'm sure Sean's going to figure out this internet stuff. Otherwise, we'll host it from somebody else's computer or something. Um, but we just, uh, I want to say thank you guys for hanging with us. Um, and yeah. uh, listen you know, to this one on Spotify you know this week instead of watching. Thank you, Tom. Screen. I was going to, that was my last one. <laughs> so, yeah, anywhere you get your podcast, we are available. We um, All the this year's shows are up from both the Tuesday, Thursday lives. Um, and then uh, we'll have this one up in the next day or two uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you download and listen to your podcast, we are available. So look us up. We're the Live to Roll Network on on a podcast if you search uh, and come, we'll come up. So links are actually also in the description. But you guys, thank you again for watching. Some, Appreciate everybody in the chat. But hey, uh, Sean, some hilarious though. I'm, I went over to our, our broadcast. It is way smoother than what we've been dealing with for the last hour. So whatever they're watching, they're not getting all the choppiness and the stalls that we are getting. <laughs> okay, it looks well, way I, smoother. I hope... <laughs> all right. Really? Well, thank you. I, I do hope the stream great. came out okay. And we do appreciate you guys sticking with us through it. Um, we'll have to double yeah. check the audio for Spotify and all that. But uh, yeah. I do appreciate you guys sticking with us. And thank you guys for joining today and uh, live to roll, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. All right. See you guys.